Hello and welcome to another episode of the 12 Shows of Herring podcast. Uh, in this one I'll be having a quick look at how my third show, the 12 Tasks of Hercules Terrace, went down. Uh, I think it's fair to say this is the one I was the most worried about. I hadn't performed this since 2005. Uh, none of the stuff in this show had been used as stand-up anywhere, I don't think. So it was a case of relearning the whole thing. Uh, and But yeah, it seemed to come back quite well. I did a preview the night before in Croydon where I just thought, oh, I'll try and do the first half, but I had ended up doing the whole thing. I'd been worried about how long the show was going to be, where I could slit it all, slot it all into the time available at the Leicester Square Theatre, and I was terrified about remembering everything. Uh, but uh, anyway, let's find out. Probably will repeat myself in how I was feeling just before I went in onto stage. Here's me backstage at the Square Theatre with George, the sound guy. Uh, I'm recording me on his computer. Hello, hello, hello. Are you ready to go? Oh, hello. Right. Well, here we are. Week two, show three, 12 Tasks of Hercules Terrace. Uh, I am very tired indeed. This is the hardest one, I think, of them all. Uh, I didn't think I was going to do it, though I did a vague run-through of it last night in Croydon, which went sort of all right. I wasn't really planning to get to the end, but I managed to stumble to the end without really knowing what happened at the end last night. I'm hoping that I will know roughly what happens at the end tonight. Uh, but anything could happen, really. It's uh, the, the good thing is it's a story, so I can sort of tell the story even if I forget what the bits of the what the actual jokes are. Um, but, uh, yeah, this is a, it's a, again, it's a show that I, I, when I was doing it earlier in the week, I thought... Oh, it's you know it's a bit flawed and it's a bit flabby and it doesn't doesn't quite fit together. But then as I've been doing it more and more, it, it's nearly really good and there's lots of really great stuff in it. And it's also slightly moving. I was actually tearing up a bit listening to the end of this show. So I hope I don't cry during the show. That would be embarrassing. It's because it's looking back at myself. Well, don't laugh at me, George, because you're a macho and you think you're you think you're the proper man. Look at you. But. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm a. It's, it's looking back at me when I was 36, 37 years old. It's 11 years ago, and uh, it's quite. It's quite moving to see uh, where I got to and actually how to, how I got through this little weird period of my life by doing some crazy stuff. But yeah, it's the one with the most jeopardy. It could go wrong. It's the one that I should have really done as five or six different shows. Maybe yogurt as well tomorrow. Um, but we got uh, over 260 in, which is more than either the shows last week, and that was half an hour ago so it might even sort of edge towards 300 tonight which is just awesome uh, and again tomorrow is selling quite well um, so that's exciting the ones that aren't selling well are Menage and isn't selling particularly well which I'm surprised at that's a really that's a really strong stand-up show and What Is Love Anyway is the least the least selling the least which I think is the, I think that's my best show so um, we'll see it. They, these, these, these things may change the final show looks like it's going to sell out and the others are all selling well so I'm very happy with sales it's great to think there's you know, going to be 260, 270 people in tonight. To see this, that makes the hard work of learning this all week worthwhile. As long as I do learn it. Let's find out if I learn it. We'll find out right now and then see how depressed or happy I am when I speak to George next. <laughs> this was a really weird one to go back on uh, for lots of reasons. Uh, this is me speaking now, not backstage, as if you couldn't tell the difference. Uh, but uh, I sort of came to love this show over the week a lot more than... I'd anticipated it was always my least favourite of my one-man shows, and especially in Edinburgh, it was too short for the slot. And it did sort of feel like I'd done way too many things to fit into one show, which is, I mean, definitely true. The uh, but uh, having done it, having, having gone through it, although like some of it feels a bit forced, and it's sort of in a way it seems like maybe uh, all of them should have matched up more with the original Tars of Hercules or 
you know, there's a few that are just that, that are chat personal challenges for myself. It, it, it's really interesting because it is about me finding my way out of this quagmire of self-obsession and self-indulgence and, and working out why I'm actually a very lucky person uh, in spite of feeling that things were going uh, wrong for me. So, uh, yeah, it's... Um, I really enjoyed doing it, and I, re- and I and I had a more respect for the show than I started the week with. And the end is very is very sweet that I slightly messed up uh, messed up in the end. And as I say, it was sort of making me slightly emotional to go back and look at this time. Um, and yeah, maybe I should have done the fifty dates as a single show. As I may have said in last week's podcast, I'm sort of glad I didn't. I'm sort of glad it became just the five minute section. That I didn't speak, didn't spend a lot of time talking about. It wasn't like me crowing about, you know, how, how the dates had gone or if anything else had happened. Though obviously that's what everyone is interested in finding out about. Uh, but it was, it was that was I, that all the experiences within this show led me to do to become a, a more confident person. Certainly led me to doing stand-up comedy again, which is which I wasn't doing up to that stage. I don't count these first three shows as stand-up or straight stand-up, and I certainly wouldn't have done them in clubs. Um, but, yeah, I mean, do, dating 50 women 50 days when I was quite, actually weirdly quite a shy person and didn't ask people out, did give me a lot of confidence. And I did, and it was a, But it was a ridiculously confusing time. So, in reality, I did. I met a lot of people I liked, even though I wasn't really geared up to be meeting. I was just going out with anyone who was single in those 50 dates. Uh, and so I had a confusing and mainly enjoyable, but also slightly bizarre, three or four months uh, where I I was sort of dating quite a few people at the same time before settling on number forty six, who I went out with for a year after this, uh, who uh, it didn't in the end turn out to be the relationship uh, of my life, but it was uh, I think again a very important relationship in terms of helping me to move on and giving me confidence, which was what this show was all about. So the show itself um, went okay. I mean, I think in the as I give the the post-match analysis of it, I'm a bit down on it because I made a, a few little mistakes at the end and missed some stuff out. So I think I was a bit more, as you'll hear in a sec from memory, I was a bit grumpier about it than I think I should have been. Uh, but uh, it came out well. I missed a bit out earlier on, managed to go back for it. The only bit of the big issue was missing... Uh, the videos that I'd worked very hard to get into the presentation and had worked every other time I'd tried them. Once they were plugged into the projector, something changed in all the settings and, uh, in fact, the whole screen changed so that was in the next slide and stuff, which wasn't how I had it set up. And uh, they didn't play. So I'll maybe play you the bits there that where that went wrong. Uh, and uh, remember, you can listen to the whole show and all the other, the first 10 of the 12, and maybe a few other little bit of bits and pieces and extras by going to www.gofasterstripe.com and purchasing the downloads, which are only £12 uh, for a lot of hours of comedy, which you can then listen to. But you can put it, It's all transferable very easily into other MP3s and players and wherever you want to put it. So uh, that will also help just pay for the costs of having George along to record them. But uh, that's all we're doing there. If you if you want to hear these shows, and you can of course buy most of the DVDs of these shows at GoFastStripe.com. I think Christ on the Bike and Hitler Bastache are currently out of print because they were printed by someone else. But you can get those on iTunes if you really want to see those. And hopefully we'll get the rights back and be able to reproduce them ourselves at some point in the future. Or you can go on Amazon, eBay, those kind of places, and you'll usually find some copies of those two somewhere. But all the rest are at GoFastStripe.com. 
let's uh, let's slice in a couple of bits of the show where things went right and wrong. It's lovely to be back. Uh, it seems like only yesterday. So this is show three of... Uh, oh, I've gone too... F I tried to be clever, and that's what you get for trying to be clever. So, uh, yes, show three of 12. Uh, this is uh, the hardest one of the lot for me. So, uh, good luck. Buckle in. Uh, if you see me go for the cards, that's not so bad. If you see me go for the white pieces of paper, we're in a lot of trouble. Okay. Uh, so this is it. Thank you for coming. Do tell your friends about these shows if you're enjoying them. So, uh, it's... It to me, the only gods that ever made any sense to the world are those of ancient Greece and Rome. The idea of one true god just doesn't square with the chaos of reality. I mean, is it even possible for a perfect and infallible god to create a perfect and infallible world? And even if it is, what's in it for him? Is he surrounding himself with idiots in order to make himself look better? Like some cosmic version of the Fonz? <laughs> And why does he let bad things happen to good people? More importantly, why does he let good things happen to bad people? Why does evil John Leslie get to watch Abby Titmus lesing up? <laughs> and even though 11 years have passed, I would still use that as the reference point. <laughs> Whilst good Mother Teresa never so much got as flashed at on the tube, after all she did for him is so unfair. But with the Greco-Roman gods, all that stuff's explained. The world's messed up and unfair because there are hundreds of gods. They're all jealous, competitive and childish. They're just like us, but with the ability to turn themselves into swans in order to impress women. Because women love a swan. Oh yeah, they'll, they'll do anything for them, won't you? Won't you, you swan whores? So a little bit of a nervous start there, I would say. And uh, I think I messed up the perfect and infallible God creator an imperfect and fallible world, but maybe I didn't. Uh, and um, uh, yeah, and then a little ad lib there, but uh, and a, a little bit of problems with the slides right at the beginning as they went too far. But uh, here is another problem with the slides from later in the show. The day of the race came, it seemed impossible we were going to win this, uh, but uh, it's, uh, let's hopefully this will come up now. Oh, come on. Uh, one more time. There we go. No, it's gone back. Oh, no. I think, I think that... I think this might be the wrong slideshow that's come, come up. Oh, it doesn't matter. Uh, so, um, I'll, I'll change it in the interval. Uh, basically, uh, that's a shame, though. Uh, it's not really, it's, it's a shame that that's usually on the first night. Uh, and then go, well, we'll sort that out tomorrow. Uh, you know, you're never going to see that now. Uh, so, yeah, I probably just clicked on the wrong one. Uh, so, I'll, I'll change it in the interval. Shut up, Rich. Okay, tell them about the rest. Then it's a bit later as I was talking about the number plate gods and my life being controlled by them. I thought I expected a bit of animation because there's animations all the way through this and it didn't turn up. Though I, in hindsight, I think maybe it wasn't in this particular presentation. So I was looking for nothing, but here was me being flustered again by things going wrong on the slideshow. This was, this was insane. My sanity felt really fragile. Uh, it was, I felt like I was in... Uh, oh, it's a shame. Like that. You know what? I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back into the other one because it's a shame. It's a shame we, got, we haven't really got time. Oh, it is the right one. It is the right one. I don't understand what's happened. I know, I do, I've, I've worked really hard on this all, and I, half the time. Half the time I've been working on this. I'll play from the current slide and see if it goes in. 
Why is it there? Go on, go and work. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong, there isn't one there. So I'll end this little clip with uh, a little bit with a clip of a slightly more successful bit. There was a bit in the show where I list the 50 dates I've had. I wasn't going to bother remembering this after the Christ on a bike memory test. This seemed rather facile, but actually it's more difficult to remember uh, and learn uh, than the Christ on a bike stuff. Uh, but I was hoping this would work out okay. So uh, I, I gave it a go. And uh, any confusion in here comes from the fact that I'm worried about... Um, not seeing the slides and not knowing where I am. Uh, and it's not quite as slick as it maybe was back in 2005, but I, you'll see. Let's see if I manage to succeed or not. Let's find out. I do succeed. It's fine. Although there will be some kind of Groundhog Day style amusement in taking all 50 women to the same restaurant, <laughs> if only to see the increasing look of amusement on the, on the waiter's face. How's this fat guy doing this? How's, I understand why he's so fat. He's in here every night, but how's he? has he got? So I decided uh, I would date 50 different women uh, in 50 days and we'd go to a different uh, thing every time. Uh, and I'm going to attempt to do this. This is a lot harder to do because when I last did this, it was quite recent to the thing. Uh, and also, I can't see the screen. So if, I, if it goes wrong, just shout out uh, that's happened. That's uh, happened. Is the first one there? It is. Uh, so this is where I went. Went for cocktails with Nan Nancy, Thai food, Camilla, the Saatchi Gallery with Lucy, the Royal Festival Hall with Melanie, a fancy dress party with Lucy, the cinema with Alex, a boat trip with Shelley, the Science Museum with Terry, the British Museum with Carla, photography exhibition with Stephanie, the wrestling with Nikki, uh, poetry with Andrea, uh, barbecue with Fiona, tennis with Henry, the House of Lords with Gemma, a quiz night with Grace, Tenbin Bowling with Millie, the Portrait Gallery with Hannah, Curry with Jane, uh, the park with Sophie, Kew Gardens with Imogen, a picnic with Rotheo, the dogs with Lorraine, the London Eye with Gail, the Atlantic Bar with Ella, Brighton Pier with Alison, the zoo with uh, Lisa, uh, the long, I've pressed it, Longley with Kate, have I pressed it? <laughs> Longley with Kate, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Moroccan food with Gemma, uh, charity dinner with Kim, Trocadero with Susan, the casino with Chloe, Theatre with Janice, the Tate Modern with Bernie, Garden Party with Leah, the Tower of London with Jenny, the Oxo Tower with Carolina, Bistro with Sarah, Hell's Kitchen with Emma, a Comedy Night with Sam, uh, Wedding with Selena, not our own, don't worry, it carries on, uh, Tapas with Julie, Newcastle Quayside with Steph, a bar with Nikki, a Polish-Mexican restaurant with Karin, uh, Poker with Diane, a magic show with Amy, a party with Hannah, London Dungeons with Helen, and the pub with Jane. That was my 50 late. very much. Uh, that's, I had a joke for that, but I can't remember what the joke is. Uh, so, uh, I'll just take the applause. Just go with the applause. And that's the slight confusing thing about doing all these shows in this short period of time, is that I think it felt like I had a joke at the end of that, but I'm not sure I did even in the original show. So you just get confused about who you are. Um, and the rest of the show was sort of fine. I, I think I rushed a bit in the second half because I knew I was running out of time. Uh, I also hoped that the parachute... Uh, DVD would play, but it didn't. But it's uh, you've basically had that stuff. You can actually go to the YouTube channel, YouTube uh, Herring One Nine Six Seven, and see the silent clips that should have been in the show if you missed them. Here is my after getting through it all, though. Here is my summing up in the dressing room after having gone out to see the audience and done some autographs. Here I am with George, a bit spent and tired, and drinking a beer. Phew. Well, here we go. Uh, that's done. That's the third one done. It was. You know, I think maybe not quite as good as I was expecting, but still much better than I would have thought two days ago. I, uh, 
I just made a few little errors, which I managed to pick most of them up. Um, and maybe I should have used my cards a bit more than I did. I didn't really use the cards. But no, it was good. And uh, the audience seemed to really get into it. Uh, it sort of started slowly for the audience. But that, I did when I did it in this pub in Croydon last night. I really thought the audience weren't enjoying it. By the end, they really got into it. So I think it's just that this show is quite a strange show. And I got nicer comments at the end, I think, than I've had in the other two. So maybe it, you know, maybe it went better than I thought it did. Uh, but uh, no, it was fine. I w did get a bit emotional. Did you notice, George? Uh, not on my But I was slightly emotional, and then I forgot to do the line about... Um, uh, but it's like a loud background noise has been playing, and then it gone quiet, so I had to do that at the end, because the, it back the last line back references that. And I forgot to do the thing about all your dreams coming true and having a picture of me with my cock out in the, uh, at the end. Well, right at the end. I just kind of forgot. I, the end is the last thing I learned, and then I think just in the tiredness and the relief of getting through... I uh, slightly messed up the ending, but, you know, it was still fine. So, yes, that's good, because I think that will be the hardest one. I'm slightly worried about hitting the moustache, possibly Headmaster's son, which are always... What? Are you going to cut your... I'm going to cut my thing, yes, it's George. Of course I am, I'm not going to... What do you think this beard is here? I'm growing a beard so I can shave it off and have it hit the moustache. Of course. That's how it works. George is very excited about all this shows. He loves it. He's the biggest fan of this uh, thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, so I mean, that's I think that's all I can really think to say. I made a mistake early on and had to go back and pick that up, but I did that okay in the first half. Um, and yeah, I think there was it seemed a lot of people that went a long way back, so it, I think it might have been approaching 300. I could find out, uh, I'll tell you tomorrow. Uh, and uh, I think tomorrow will hopefully be more. So it feels like it's gaining some impetus, and people are getting behind it. And that you know, you always meet some people afterwards. and People saying, oh, that's the first time I've ever seen you. And so that's that's nice if new people are coming to see these things and enjoying them. Um, so good, yes, we'll see how tomorrow goes. I'm feeling more confident about tomorrow, but that probably means I haven't done enough work on it. And we will see. Uh, but uh, we'll press onwards and upwards. Three down, nine to go. No problem. So yeah, that was the 12 Tasks of Hercules Terrace. As I say, a nice surprise to me, a better show than I think I thought it was. In fact, having... The next few shows, the three or four shows after this, I think, um, are kind of much weirder and stranger, and uh, uh, and I think Hercules might be a better show than some of them. Um, but um, in, in my mind, I, this was the one that I always liked the least. But I think there's a nice heart there. It's nice that it's moving. A few people told me they were moving. There was 275 people in the end, which is great. I mean, seriously, if I can get over 250 to see all of these shows, I will be delighted. Um, some of them are bigger than that, some of them are smaller than that at the moment. Uh, there is a chance to come and see still lots of the shows. Obviously, I've done Someone Like Joggart, which I'll talk about in the next podcast. Coming up are a Menage a Un, which is a darker show than I remember it being. And uh, again, much too long. I'll have to lose some stuff. We'll see what goes on with that. And Oh Fuck I'm 40 uh, from 2007-2008, which, uh, I again, I, I, I realise I've just listened to that one. I realise it's much, much harder to learn than uh, than I was thinking. So I, I, the challenge is certainly not over yet. I will preview both of those shows a little bit in the next podcast where I talk about um, someone like Joghurt, which uh, also went off fairly well. I'll tell you about that in the next podcast. Um, and yeah, go to LeicesterSquareTheatre.com and you can buy tickets to the upcoming shows. Menage a Un, it's, you know, it, ticket sales are picking up, but it's it's quiet at the moment. But I have a feeling if uh, the other ones are to go, anything to go by, that, that people do buy quite a lot of tickets late on. Uh, someone like Joghurt actually got over 300 in, so uh, hopefully 
that will continue. That it, it's it's very it's very nice for me because it it means that uh, this decision to not go to Edinburgh stay in London has sort of been justified. As difficult as this challenge is, I'm not feeling too stressed out. I'm enjoying it. It's kind of fun going back over these shows. But also, if two or three hundred people come see every show, then I will. I'll make a, enough money to justify the six weeks of work this is going to take me uh, and be able to pay my mortgage and won't lose thousands of pounds as I did in Edinburgh. I don't feel the stress that I know I usually feel in Edinburgh. I'm not paranoid. I'm no worry about actually journalists coming because I don't think any journalists are coming. Uh, so do come along. It's a real fun atmosphere with the audiences. I think most of them get what's going on and uh, appreciate it. And there's a genuine sense of jeopardy whether I'll remember or not. Uh, and of course they're not perfect performances and there's some fluffing and some messing up but that makes it fun but given what I'm doing I think uh, I, I, the four I've done I've been amazed about so anyway yes coming up are uh, Menage and and Ofak and Forty which will be on the uh, just get the dates right the 21st for Menage and of August and the 22nd of August for Ofak and Forty there are tickets left for all of these shows 28th of August Headmaster Sun 29th Hitler Moustache which again, I think it might be a hard show to learn, as I say, but I think it will be a fun one. 4th of September, What Is Love Anyway, which has the currently lowest sales. This might be my favourite of all my shows. Uh, still slightly under 100 sold for that, but it's some way away. 5th, We're All Going to Die. Uh, 11th of September, Lord of the Dance City. And the 12th of September is Happy Now, if I ever get a chance to write any more stuff for that. So there's a long way in the challenge to go, and you'll hear about someone like Shogget in the next podcast, and I will look forward a bit more to Menage and and oh fuck I'm 40 in that show um, tell your friends about this podcast uh, do t- oh, if you want to hear the complete shows go to gofaststripe.com and you can buy a series download you can, the first two are already definitely up there and three and four will be going up very soon and they'll just come up a couple of days after I, I do them each time uh, they're perfect little things to listen to on runs and car journeys and stuff like that I guess and at only £12, that's an extremely cheap way to get nearly all of the stand-up that I've ever done. Um, and yeah, go to lessquaretheater.com and you can still buy tickets to the remaining shows and join the party and meet me afterwards and I can sign things, whatever. Anyway, I will leave it at that for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. See you later in the week with the next one.